forever. <laughs> Dog. Manila. Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. <laughs> Welcome to The Chop with the Trees and Manila. Where we give you the weekly recap and rundown of our favorite movies. Who's on top? And who gets The Chop? Let's chop it up, Latrice. Let's chop it up. Welcome, welcome back to the Chop Movie Club, everybody. I'm excited, so excited about uh, today's discussion because this goes down as, like, I think, as one of the most gay, iconic cult classics ever. Like, ever. So we are doing (laughs) the 1989 film Still Magnolias, honey. Yes! Now, this film is about a bond of a group of women who share a small town southern community where everybody's in everybody's business. You know how that go. And and how they cope with uh death and uh, of one of their own. Um and the story unfolds in chapters as characters live uh lives progress. So um I'm excited because it got some good stars up in here. Yeah, they, we, this movie is got some fierce Fierce stars in him. Hold up, Michael! Can you give me my plug for my uh the the plug because my battery's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the stars are out, tiny. The stars of the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> now I didn't know that Steel Magnolias was a film adaptation of a play by Robert Harlings mm-hmm. um, of the same name. And it's actually based on the playwright's real-life experiences and the death of his sister from type 1 diabetes. There's something new. I just thought it was a fierce movie, but I guess it's a play Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Which, like, you know, like we just did Boys in the Band, uh, similar. But, you know, this, they, they were, they did the damn thing here. I mean, this cast, uh, you got Dara Hannah as Anel. You got Dolly Parton as Truvy. You have yeah. Sally Field as Milan. You got Julia Roberts as Shelby. Olympia Dukakis as Clary. Oh, and God. Shirley MacLaine as our good old girl, Oweza. Oweza. <laughs> oh, my God. First of all, it's a beautiful cast. Uh, first of all, Dolly Parton is uh, the inspiration for my look today on the podcast. For those of you watching the podcast on YouTube, I'm wearing my biggest Dolly Parton hair because... Girl, the hairs in this the hairs, girl. 80s movie. I mean. <laughs> now, um, bringing you back to the play, I um, I read when I was like researching for this podcast, you know, like we're, we're very informed <laughs> that the original play was actually, uh, the cast was just female. There were no male actors in oh. the original play. In the movie, there are male actors, uh, yeah. you know, just to kind of flush it all out. But, but, I think that's like a really, really cool 
place where this is coming from. Like, because it's about a group of women. And, you know, the men really don't have, like, that big of a role in this movie. They're kind of just, like, mm-hmm. set pieces in a way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of the plot of the, the whole thing is that it's, like, it's the wedding day of Shelby, played by Julia Roberts. And everyone is kind of, like, scrambling to get, you know, <laughs> their, their country home ready for, like, you know, th- the guests to come. They're, like, sh- shooting shooting guns up in the air to scare the birds out of the trees so they don't poop on the guests. And everyone's like really getting ready, but I love the fact that they're sh- they're firing guns. It's, it's very America, right? We're just like, bring me my yeah. guns! Hey, bring me my guns. <laughs> my girl there is like so much, so much going on with that, uh, with him trying to shoot the birds, scare the birds. And Bitch, here come we, the girl. Ooh, bitch, with, with her dog, with her balding dog, girl. <laughs> Missy, honey, I this is like one of my favorite moments because Weezer is pissed off, honey, because the the dog is going through it, is having a nervous breakdown. The hair is falling all out. Weezer looks like the dog because uh, <laughs> he is dragging her. So she uh takes all his little bullets and throws them in the pool, girl. <laughs> like she's had it you will not fire another shot <laughs> we kind of like follow the story like it's kind of like starting out with Anel played by um, Daryl Hannah of, of Splash fame right, right, right. And she's all nerdy with her glasses even though she's like one of the most beautiful Sex actresses yes. gorgeous like they're trying to make her they're trying to like uglify her but you could tell like they're like, they really have to, like, put prosthetics on her to make right. her look, go- like, not gorgeous. <laughs> but she comes into town. She's new to town. And she is uh, being interviewed by Dolly Parton's uh, character, Truvy, at her home salon. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like... She's like do she's like doing Dolly Parton's hair as like the test to see if she's good enough to work at the salon. Correct. And girl, that is one big ass wig <laughs> Dolly Parton is wearing. I forgot how big Dolly Parton's hair was in the 80s. Huge. <laughs> Huge. She had Lady Bunny hair. Huge <laughs> hair. It was insane. It was insane. We find out that uh Anel's character like escaped from a tumultuous relationship with her husband. We don't really know the full story, but like he vanished, took all her money, took her jewels, left her high and dry. And so she's mm-hmm. like, let me, f- let me start anew in this little town and get me a job at Truvy's hair salon. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so now they're all getting ready for the wedding and Shelby is so excited about her wedding colors and how the hall has just been banked with her favorite colors of blush and bashful, which is really pink and pink. (laughs) 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 So I put on my blush and bashful today, too, in honor of uh, the wedding hall, honey. I'm going to the function, girl. Yes, you are. You got your pink hair. You got your... (laughs) You actually almost looks like the suit that, uh, that Julia Roberts wears... When she's when going she's to leaving. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, in the salon, we find out that Shelby has type 1 diabetes. And she's mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like, we're having a good old time, like, having a kiki in the in the salon. But all of a sudden, she starts having this hyperglycemic attack. And they're like, oh, you forgot your uh, your pen in the 
in the in the your purse that's not here. Get her something to eat. Get her some cookies. Get her some get her some juice. This is like I was like at first I was like what the hell is going on right. here because as a little kid when I was watching this movie I, I didn't fully understand what was going on right but, you know she had too much insulin and her blood sugar went low so she was she was uh having an a, an attack right yeah kind of scary stuff and her hair gets messed up oh my god they had just put the finishing touches honey she was ready to walk down the aisle and then honey it hit and she who has a fit. They're trying to get some candy. No, juice is better. You got to get some juice, Shelby. Get your juice. Drink your juice, Shelby. Baby, that is the one of the most iconic lines. First one out the box, out the gate. Drink your juice, Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> How many times do we tell other girls to drink their juice, girl? <laughs> when they popping off. When you popping off. Drink your juice, Shelby. <laughs> uh... This like this hair salon scene is just a lot of fun. Like I, this movie's great. Every time they're in the salon is like they have like good scenes. It oh, reminds yeah. me. It reminds me of drag queens in a dressing room. Kiki. That's what it is. That is what it is. A bunch of women just cackling and telling stories and gossiping. You got like they got to tell the tea about who's doing what where. But yeah, Melinda re- reveals to all the ladies about her condition. And um, the doctors advises that she should not try to have children. Like, that's is dangerous for her. For her own health. For her own health. So, so, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like the the, I'm not a doctor, you know. So I don't know. Like what what the the thing is. But I guess, I mean, it, it's just not healthy. Well, when you well, the problem is like she had bad kidneys to begin with. So Uh, like when you're already your body's already weak and you don't have an immune system to fight back and regenerate, um, having a baby, giving birth takes a lot out of you, and her body wouldn't be able to probably recover from that. So they probably was like, it's best that you don't do this, you know, especially with her condition. So. Well, she's about to get married and go on a honeymoon with, you know, her very, very handsome husband. <laughs> so this is going to be um, kind of a, that's, I guess this is the main conflict, I guess, for her character. Yeah, it's, she wants a baby and she she shouldn't do it that way. Not naturally anyway. But that's all that, you know, there, there is time for the wedding, honey. Oh my God. Girl, the sanctuary is pink, girl. It is really like when the doors open, it is super pink, and yeah. <laughs> and Drum Eaton, which is Shelby's dad, can't hear because he didn't been shooting guns all day, and then all the <laughs> <laughs> then he shot that uh, that crossbow up into the tree with all the fireworks, the firecrackers, <laughs> and, was, and that's what did it, honey. He went deaf for a little bit, and so it's time for him to walk down the aisle. And they're like, "Daddy, it's time! It's like, time!" What? 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 Huh? <laughs> he didn't even hear the church music. <laughs> No, those those doors open up and it is like a full on eighties riffic like bridal party up there in their big southern bell like pink dress satin dresses. It is literally like this is the this is the epitome of what eighties weddings looked like. I feel like for real, for real. Like this is what they make fun of. Like this is like the this is like the parody of what people these days would say like this 
but it's for real, for real. Now, question, did they at the time making this realize how garish this wedding would look? <laughs> or did they or were they like, this is the fiercest looking wedding we've ever seen? I mean, think about it. For the time, this was the fiercest wedding that anybody's ever seen. Like they movie spent, movie star quality, yeah, like they movie spent budget. Coin. Yeah, they spent coin. Look at this the sanctuary, honey. They got swags of fabric draped off from the choir stand to the pool pit, girl. Like they, they really, really went all the way out. And the hair, uh, the, the hair, hair on some of these bridesmaids, girl. I was Baby. like, Shh. I don't know, tease my wings up a little bit bigger. They're putting me to shame. Baby, 80s Aquanet. That's what it was all about. <laughs> that is the tr- that is the T right there. That, Aqu- Aquanet was that, uh, baby, the that was it. best hairspray ever. Y'all remember Aquanet? Of course. Korea. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Because when I started doing drag, all, you know, like, Aerosol hairspray cans kind of fell out of style because of, you know, the whole ozone layer. The whole ozone. So you started using Pump It Up. (laughs) So you would use Pump It Up. Pump It Up up is a really strong hairspray, but Pump It Up would clog the little spitzer. So Aquanet was always like the best because you could just like hose down a wig and get that thing to stay. (laughs) Like that was like made for like. 60s beehives, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that exactly. would hold the wig up nice and good. <laughs> Who would you play if you were going to be cast in like the remake of this? I mean, I kind of identify as a Clary. I really do. I identify as a Clary. I, I feel like I, um, I know all her lines for sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> she be reading, honey. Clary keeps it but she's shady as fuck, and she keeps it one hundred, honey. Keeps it one hundred. So I'm a Clary. Clary, I I feel like I would, yeah, I would probably be a Weezer. (laughs) 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 Well, you that makes sense because you would be the the Weezer to my Clary. That would make sense, and I'd be the Clary to your Weezer. That would make sense. (laughs) Come on, (laughs) two bosom buddies still do still together. It's just like going back and forth. <laughs> going I back love, and forth. I love, I love their relationship. <laughs> well, why don't we get to the Christmas festival right after this short commercial break? Woo woo! Welcome back to the shop, and we are dealing our magnolias, honey. <laughs> I got my box of tissues right on hand oh, in case I need to cry. Girl. Well, it's the holiday time, which is, yeah, timely, yeah, right? I love this because, it's, yeah, it, all of a sudden, it started out in Easter, and then now it's all of it already Christmas. It's Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we're at the Christmas festival, and Shelby announces that she is pregnant. Well, she don't announce. It was really her daddy who outed and spilled the beans to everybody. He's um, like, I'm not going to say you're pregnant. I just want to <laughs> announce that I'm going to be a grandfather. <laughs> I'm like, well, <laughs> you just did it. Uh, but everybody's so excited. They don't really know the tea. Everybody's screaming and happy and celebrating but not so much with Malin. I mean, Malin is upset. She knows that it's really risky. And um, Truby tries to encourage Malin uh, to instead of focusing 
of you know on the 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 bad parts that you know she should focus on the joy that a new baby brings. I mean, I don't blame Malin because like no one, no mother should wants to have like even the possibility that their child is going to be at risk. You know what I yeah. mean? Like no one wants that. So like the uh, usually a joyous occasion is becoming like oh shoot like this this means that there could be problems coming down the line because obviously Shelby is, you know, she has a type one diabetes and like it was, we already established that this is a bad idea. She Mm -hmm. could have some health issues, but you know, focusing on the good, you know, it's Christmas time. Right. So then Anel, so she's like, you know, she was a little bit nerdy in the beginning, but now she's like really blossomed because, you know, she's working at this hair salon. So she's been, you know, slowly, you know, getting made over. You know, like Dolly Parton says, like, there is no such thing as natural beauty. (laughs) And as a drag queen, I agree because we have to put a lot of shit on to make us look gorgeous. But Anel has really blossomed and she's been going out and meeting boys and wearing her show and she's wearing contacts now. This is hilarious because she doesn't have her little nerdy glasses anymore. No. But <laughs> she's she walking around. She's like, uh, she's like, everyone stop. <laughs> I lost the contact. Back up, Nobody back up. move. Nobody <laughs> move. I lost my contact. Oh, my God. A mess. Have you ever left a, con- a contact on the ground before? Um. Y- yes, occasionally. Um. Usually, my contact... Like, will, like, slide up. Like, I'll hit my eye and it'll, like, go up inside my eye. And I, I'm, like, trying to, like, squirt, squeeze it out from <laughs> under my eyelid. But I remember my mother used to have hard contacts. Before soft contacts, they had hard right. contacts. Yeah. And those would pop out of my mom's eyes all the time. Oh, my I God. I remember her always freaking out about, like, her contact getting lost. Could, yeah. And she would find it, like, in her pocket <laughs> on her boob. <laughs> I would only, like, when I was wearing color contacts, you know, for show, I would guarantee I would lose an eye and walk around and, like, I have one eye, like a cyclops. The one blue eye. (laughs) Looking like David Bowie. Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So, you know, Clary decided to go ahead and buy her a radio station because it was up for sale. And her husband had died and everything, so she's not doing much. So she got all this coin. And so they suggested that, you know, why don't you buy KPPD? And so she did. So uh, for one of her first assignments, she's doing this commentary in the men's locker room of the football team. Now, girl, when we were watching it, it now tells you, it says, uh, you know, on the warning, it has sexuality, nudity, uh, drugs. I was like, what? It's still Magnolias? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot oh, about yeah, this right. scene. Yeah, nudity, all that. And I was like, really? And then the butts in this locker room, bitch. Yes. It might have been the same butt that walked by several times, but it was a lot care. of butts. <laughs> yeah, I, I, lo- I love this movie because it knows its audience. It knows its audience is going to be women and a gaggle of gay men, right? Honey. So they're like... Throw in some male nudity. Not one tit in sight. Not a like, one. Not one. They well, do except for, except for uh, you know, Dolly Parton's bosom. <laughs> but um, not a bare titty in sight, but butts galore. I love it because yes. like Weezer's in the in the thing. <laughs> Weezer's in there. She's got her compact and she's kind of like and looking behind her. she's trying to sneak a peek. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's really funny because 
Claire, she she don't know nothing about football. No, she's, she's talking about, about like, the color, girl. The color of the uniforms. Now, the grape or aubergine? Would you say that as a grape or is it an aubergine uniform? Shut up. <laughs> You're making You're a like, fool of yourself. <laughs> oh, she said nobody care about that grape shit. <laughs> I want to know what, about the touchdowns. And the, at, at, no, I, I really, this scene was like great. This scene is like, you know what, this, last week we were watching uh, the boys in the band and they just randomly had that scene and we were like, yeah, naked yeah. in the swimming pool. <laughs> this is that scene in this movie where Baby. you're like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was so perfect. We find out later that the baby is born. Like, helping. it just like flashes forward. And we're already having a first birthday party. Right. He's, he's helping. Well, you know, they say that Jackson's a big hanging man. Oh. <laughs> so, you know, it took. The first... <laughs> it got up in there deep. It got up in there. <laughs> no no, one, no wonder Shelby was, like, really adamant about having babies, okay? She's like, it's going to happen, honey. At least the practice session was going to be, mm-hmm. you know, on fire. But, yeah, she had, they have a baby boy, Jackson Jr., and um, what happens is what they feared is that uh, Shelby uh, develops kidney failure and now requires dialysis and a kidney transplant. And um, her mom decides to donate her kidney. I, but, of course, you know. Yeah, that's just makes, making everything more nervous. <sighs> Dad you know? is not feeling it. Dad is very nervous. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is like, and this is like what makes this movie so great is because like we're having a good old gay time, kicking with the with the girls. You know, it, it's like one of these like it's time is moving. We're celebrating holidays. We're having picnics and barbecues and Christmas time. But really, this underlying like like thing like oh, it's like life and death. It's just underlying this right whole here. film. Yeah. So it really kind of like builds like the tension and like it really does like make these moments of like like when the group is together it makes it special because you know like oh god it's like this there's this impending doom like someone's health is failing and like mm-hmm. it's it's very real right yeah very but keeping it real <laughs> the next mm. time they're in the salon girl claire is talking about her gay nephew marshall oh yes oh yes She's like, back in the day, it was easy to figure out which side side men butter their bread. But these days, it's demeanor. getting a little bit more difficult. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but what she says, she says, um, all gay men have track lighting, and all gay men uh, are named Mark, Rick, or Steve. <laughs> I know a lot of gay Mark, Ricks, and Steves. I really do. Yeah, and, and in the and in the 80s, track lighting was like becoming a real thing. It right? really was. It yeah, was no longer a... dealing with lamps. No. No, we're we're getting track, track lighting spotlights. <laughs> <laughs> and then didn't Wheezy say, like, oh, I just my I love my just... track. No, she's like, oh, I love my track lighting. My grandson put it in. And they're like, oh, how is your, uh, how is it? It's like, oh, Steve, he's fine. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> oh, we just said like, yes. Okay, that makes sense. All right, maybe her grandson is 
know, a friend of Dorothy's. A <laughs> <laughs> friend of Dorothy's. I love it. Yeah, that that, is I think this is, like, sad. another reason why, like, gay men are really, like, drawn to this movie, you know? Oh, like, totally. Totally. The reads are there, and, you know, we're, we're you know, we're there. You know, it's, we're in the atmosphere for sure. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, have you ever gone to a salon at somebody's house? Like, that's, they did their the hair out of their, uh, their house, like, a uh, back room. Yeah, like uh, I used to do that all the time, girl. Yeah, uh, mm. when I was younger, my mother had like a, a friend of the family who like cut hair. So I would usually go to the barber shop, but sometimes, like if it was just if it just worked into the thing, my mother would take me and my sister, and we would all kind of like go and get her hair cut at her friend's house, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which was fun because it was like it did. It, it's a completely different experience going to someone's house to get your hair done than like going to like. A cost a storefront, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, or like mm-hmm. a franchise or just some yep. random barber shop. That's true. You feel like you're at, you're in a safer place. <laughs> I just felt safer in the back of somebody's kitchen, honey. Oh, but <laughs> it looks like it looks like so much fun. Oh you my know, god! Like, I mean, everyone's just kind know, of like hanging out, eating and talking shit, <laughs> and waiting for your turn. You know, that's it. And everybody's patient because all you're gonna do is get the tea. While you rinsing and drying and blow drying, let me get you over here in this chair, girl. And I'll start your perm. You know, it's whatever it is. But, girl, speaking of, like, perms and changes, girl, Miss Anel. Girl, don't she go through some metamorphosis through this film, honey? She didn't have, like, 15 personalities. Uh, she went from the little nerdy little school, like, oh, my God, I just left this relationship to a heathen wearing push-up bras and lipstick. And... <laughs> You know? And we're in contact lenses. And contact lenses. And now here we are. Now she's a super Christian and needs to pray every five minutes. Oh. So, well, oh, she... my God. Bumple, <laughs> Bible thumper, a nail. Well, she, she got out of like, a bad relationship. And so she, then she like went into the salon and she like got hot. And then she was probably like, you know, going around with the boys. And then she was like, you know what? No, no, I need to find Jesus. Girl, yes. yeah, she did that. <laughs> she did that. But I think everybody liked the fun in there with the contacts a lot more than pray every five minutes, Chanel. I mean, a nail. I mean, I agree. I personally, I think that I think that Anel was just fine. The second two point oh during Christmas, yeah, Christmas, yes. <laughs> Moving on, we have good news. Shelby has recovered from her kidney transplant months later. Um, but we find li- uh, later that Jackson comes home and uh, her husband comes home and finds her uh, on the floor uh, unconscious. Mm-hmm. So we've now determined that, in fact, now Shelby is, uh, her condition is irreversible and she's going to have to like, go on life support. And then next thing we know, she is like full on laid up in the hospital in a coma or something. I, I don't know what, what's going on. Yeah. But like all of a sudden, like, you know, everything is like kind of like going and we're all having fun. And then like, it comes back to Shelby and she is, she's sick again. She's sick. Well, she's dying and it's so heartbreaking, but her mother never leaves her side. Melin never leaves her side. She's there reading to her, doing her nails, um, keeping her, you know, keeping Shelby. 
uh, as Shelby and doing as a mom would do. And she wouldn't leave her side because she wanted to be there when she woke up, you know. Um, and the rest oh, of the family was, yeah, taking it hard. Unfortunately, she doesn't wake up and they actually, like, signed the papers mm-hmm. to take her off of life support. And, oh, God, this is such, like, a really, really, like, like real scene. Like, all, all of a sudden it goes quiet. Like, you just hear the heart monitor, like, slowly going, mm-hmm. and then it just goes silent. And then we just hear silence. Yeah. And I'm just, like, tearing up. Because I'm really feeling for Malin, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Sally Field is such a great actress, and she, like... We got her, like, she's, like, making us all boo-hooing. I'm feeling it. Like, I'm, like, I, we really feel like a mother losing her child, which is, like, yeah. one of those things where, like, that's not supposed to happen. No. No. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Heartbreaking. Um, well, let's take a short break, and then we'll go to the funeral, because it's interesting how this scene really plays out next. So, we'll be right back. You got the job. You got the job. We have. Yeah, that's it. We back. <laughs> we back. <laughs> oh, we're at the funeral. It's depressing. Um, but we get this iconic scene where oh. Lynn breaks down. She's like, and all the women are running after her, uh, trying to comfort her, her like group of girls, um, as Lynn is accepting her daughter's decision to have risked her life in order to be happy for just 30 minutes as opposed to a lifetime of, of nothing, uh, for the special moments of her getting to be a mother and, you know, so, like, now she's having, like, this, like, realization that she's going to, like, put all of her love that she would have done to her daughter, to the grandson. It's a really amazing a moment. Uh, it's, like, full circle life, death yeah. situation. Life yeah. goes on. Your family, your friends, all of this moment. It's, like, the sad, sad um, scene, but like brilliantly I acted mean, by Sally Field. Brilliant. Sally Field gives an amazing performance in the film of Jerry. Like, we move through so many emotions. She goes from angry to sad to even laughing because Clary's like, yeah, hit Weaver. Because she's, she's like, so I mad. So, like, I'm so mad. I just, I just, I just, I want to hit something. I want to hit something. I just want to make something feel as, as painful as I feel. And then Clary <laughs> said, well, here, hit Weezer. Hit this. Hit a Weezer. <laughs> Take a whack of Weezer. <laughs> All the lines, honey. We go from completely in tears Full to completely in hysterics. Bursting out laughing. Yeah. Like, to be able to do that and control the vibe in such a short time, that's a testament to their acting skills. They turned the scene. So, what a roller coaster ride, too, because, like... We're just all up in it, all in the fields. And now I'm laughing hysterically because <laughs> Weezer's getting mad as hell. Are you high, Clary? <laughs> yes, I am. Always. It is. It is so crazy. Yeah, no, like, 
this movie is like jumping from time to time to time. And we get to see these people through the good times, the celebrations, and then the bad times and the heartache and the worry and everything. And it's this is all happening at once in this like moment where it's just mm. like you're crying and laughing at the same time. You know, it, it's yeah. like such a weird moment. It's brilliantly acted by Sally Field. I, I, I think she got a nomination for a Golden Globe nomination, or she won Golden a Golden Glo- Globe for no, this. No, she got a nomination for Golden Go- Golden Globe. So amazing! I mean, this is like the funniest part. <laughs> this is my favorite part. Is when Clary like pushes <laughs> pushes <laughs> Shirley McLean's character, and she's like, "Here, hit her!" <laughs> 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 oh my God! But they—they are Clary and uh, Clary and Weezer are true friends. After Weezer storms off, Clary goes and finds her sitting on the bench, and they don't even have any, have to say any words. They just sit there next to each other, and then they're looking, and they know that you know the other one's sorry and doesn't mean no harm, and they kind of push each other and start pushing. Yeah, she's like, "Get off my bench! Get off my bench!" <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I know, like, Clary is, like, she's, she's, like, one of the best readers, and she's always throwing shade and shit like that. But, like, in that moment, she was, like, in order for Malin to, like, get out of that, snap out of that moment, we have to, like, we break the some, tension yeah, with this we, sense of humor. At, unfortunately, it has to be at, <laughs> at a Weezer's expense. <laughs> but I feel like Weezer understands, like, okay, yes, this is for the better of... The, my our friend yeah. who's going yeah. through this who just lost her daughter life goes on though because the next thing we know it's easter again and we find that anel is now married and she's pregnant and she wants to name her child shelby after julie roberts character shelby so you know yeah real sweet it's really, really sweet. sweet it's really yeah. sweet uh and- dolly parton's character gets a uh, uh, she she gets a second salon, yeah. Her husband, um, Truvy, husband, gets her a new uh, location, and now she's a chain. I'm a chain. Yes, I'm a chain. Chain, chain, chain. <laughs> Get their coins, girl. Get their coins. Um. So the the movie ends the fact that they're all uh, you know, they're again having their like you know par- you know party in the in the park but Anel starts to go into labor we're back at uh, Easter again yeah we're back at Easter and you know she like runs off everyone like runs off in like to the hospital um yeah it, it's a really like cute thing like life goes on uh like you know one of your loved ones is no longer with us but like you know a new one is is born mm-hmm. into the family exactly yeah. Exactly. I mean, it really does have like this, and then you know the movie's over, and it's just like kind of like this, like really feel good movie. I, you just feel like you've just like watched like you, like your friends, your whole friendship, your family, like all kind of like kind of. There's always there's someone to relate to in every person in every character. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It was brilliantly done. I. I'm a longtime fan of this movie. I can watch it over and over. And it seemed like like last night, you know, it was a group of us that we just sat and watched and can recite all the lines <laughs> word by word, you know. Um, but it's 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 a classic. So the title of this movie, it suggests the female characters can be both 
delicate as a magnolia, a magnolia flower, and as tough as steel. And they really demonstrate that throughout the film because, my God, they go through some shit, but they handle it so delicately and gracefully. And it's like smelling a flower sometimes, you know? You just, like, it, it brings you joy. Even in the sadness, um, there was joy and uh, a bright side of things. So, um, yeah, I, I think that they, they they did a good job. Yeah, it's like, I remember this movie as being like the, the movie that everyone will cry during. You know, it's like a yep. one of those feel-good movies where you can't help but, like, you just know... Even the, the strongest person will get a little bit like, yeah, a little verklempt, a little teary eyed, a little like trying to mm-hmm. hold back the tears. I know I was, I knew watching this, like, where are the parts that I'm going to cry? Like the <laughs> hospital scene, definitely <laughs> the, the funeral scene. <laughs> so I was like prepared with my little tissue box of tissues. And I'm like, it gets me every time. Yeah. Every time. But I'm also smiling at the end of this movie. Yeah, of course. You can't help it because, well, okay, like the ending, you can't forget this iconic moment. So <laughs> you got to remember that Clary is a piece of work. She's <laughs> sitting there on the blanket and she's telling Jackson, little Jackson Jr., a little story, a fairy oh, tale my God. about her mom. And she's, you know, a beautiful girl named Shelby who had a beautiful fairy godmother named Clary. And there was a mean, horrible, wretched old witch named Weezer. <laughs> and then so Weezer? Now little Jackson, yeah. So little Jackson is terrified of the old witch. And then Weezer comes up. <laughs> She's like, speaking about on the tree, being all cutesy, like, oh, you know. And then he's like, oh, it's me, Weezer. And then he starts crying. He's like, and then Slaps her in the face first. And oh, then that's <laughs> right. <laughs> bitch slaps the witch. <laughs> bitch slaps the witch and then runs off crying. Oh my God. I was like, go ahead, Clary. She did that once again. <laughs> Shady bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's insane. <sighs> what? Yeah, I love that. I, that. That is like, the, that That pair is like my, my favorite to this movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's my favorite. Um, what is? What, let's get to our tops and our chops. Uh, yes. Steel magnolias, the yes. trees. What is your top? Uh, what, what's your favorite part of this film? <laughs> There's so many. There's so many. I loved because I can relate. This is one of the other lines that I can relate to. Is when um, Clary has some shoes. Uh, that that she can't fit, and she was going to give them to to Truby, to Dolly Parton's character. She's like, "Well, what size shoe do you wear?" She goes, "Well, in a good shoe, I wear a size six, but a seven feels so good. I wear a size eight. I buy a size eight. <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, ma'am." <laughs> me, oh, that's so me too. <laughs> Yeah, a girl knows that I'm gonna be wearing a size 11 high heel shoe. But if someone asks me, I'll be like, I could probably squeeze into a nine. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite thing about this movie is like just the fashions 
and the hairstyles. Oh, yeah. You know, because this takes place in the 80s, and it takes mm-hmm. place in a hair salon. So, like, uh, the, the fashions. And any movie with Dolly Parton is fucking great in my eyes. Like that. I'm here for so, that. Something, there's still something about so, like, sweet. Her voice is so high and joyful. I don't know. It, it's But that wedding gave me some fashion darling <laughs> so so dated but like looking back at it now like i was like yeah like there was a whole period where we're like we just hated on 80s fashions and i see why because it's ridiculous it is but, it's so <laughs> extra but enough time has passed where i can sit back and actually look back at it and watch me like yes the 80s had some very very bold choices with their fashions and i'm here for it what I love about the 80s fashion is women's suits. I don't think that there has ever been a better cut of suit than in the 80s. Like, you think of those dynasty bitches. You think about those, you know, designing women girls, honey, Julia Sugar. But, you know, they they were dressed, honey. Those are some shoulder pads, big broad <laughs> Big broad shoulder bitches, honey. Yeah. Those those power suits. Yeah. <laughs> the power suits. That means business, honey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about your chop? What about your chop? Oh, well, obviously it was Shelby dying. I was like, oh <laughs> boo. But you know, it was a beautiful story and sentiment. And she did bring life into this world. And we will forever know now that Shelby lives on through Jackson Jr. So Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I think that's like my my chop is definitely like boohooing like a little baby <laughs> in this movie. It, it's something that you kinda have to like wear as like a, a badge of honor. Yeah. You're like, I watched Steel Magnolias and I cried well, I my cried. eyes out. <laughs> well those people who have a soul, you know, them the bitches who be like, oh no, people die. I'm like, you yeah. have no soul, bitch. <laughs> yeah, because this, this movie, like, really, it it, it takes, it, it it's over a long period of time. And you get to know these characters, um, you know. And it, it's kind of, it's kind of like, you know, when you, it kind of has, like, the holidays. And that's kind of like, you know, like, every holiday, Family. like, you have, like, the, the gatherings of your, your people oh. and your friends. So, um, so, yeah, there's that passage of time. But, yeah, it, it was like that anticipation of, of Shelby dying. You know, when, yeah. when she first had that that attack in the salon, I was just like, oh, my God, this is like so real. But like I said before, it really does make you really appreciate all the like fun moments that they have because, you know, that, you know, she going to die. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah. But yay. <laughs> well, those are our tops and our tops of steel magnolias. <laughs> Boogling our eyes out. I wore my waterproof mascara and everything. <laughs> Well, good. I love this film. I love uh, it's timeless to me still. But I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. I think that's it for today. But we will be back on Thursday for our audio-only episode. Yes, and next Tuesday, ooh, we're going to be watching Mommy Dearest. Ooh, bitch. Yes, this uh, this film has influenced so many drag queens. So oh, yeah. It's going to be oh, good. Yes. This one yes. also has all the, the memorable quotes that drag queens will be doing. Amen mm-hmm. for that. Well, that's awesome. Thanks so much for listening to the shop. Make sure you subscribe to our show. You can rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. We have 
new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. And you can send us an email. We might read it on the show. Just email us at latrisamanila at gmail.com. And you can follow us at Latrice Royale and at Manila Luzon. And we'll see you next week to find out who or what gets the chop. The Chop is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. All names, pictures, and media clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Dog. To listen to The Chop ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. The Chop is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media. Mom. Hosted by Latrice Royale and Manila Duzon. Produced by Big Dipper. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli. Alaska Thunderfuck. Brett Boehm. Joe Cilio. And Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.